The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I hope that this is the beginning of a day filled with blessings for you. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, July 7th, 2021. Wednesday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Palladius. Born around 408 AD, an early Irish missionary, the first bishop of Ireland, the immediate predecessor to Saint Patrick. Palladius convinced Pope Celestine I to send Saint Germanus, Bishop of Auxerre, to England with the aim of getting rid of the Pelagian heresy, which was then rampant. Palladius was then consecrated a bishop by the Pope, and in about 430, the Pope sent Palladius to preach among the Irish. He founded at least three churches in Leinster, but his mission apparently made little impact upon the native population. Palladius departed Ireland and sailed for Scotland, where he preached among the Picts. He died near Aberdeen a short time after arriving, around 457 A.D. St. Palladius, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid, so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that in social, economic, and political situations of conflict, we may be courageous and passionate architects of dialogue and friendship. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today's Gospel provokes a mix of feelings when you read it. It's scary, but it's also funny. I thought it's scary because you have two men who were possessed by the devils who came from the tombs and they met Jesus. And the account says that they were so savage that no one could travel by that road. It's also funny because overwhelmed by the presence of Jesus, the devils asked Jesus to send them to the pigs who were feeding nearby. Can you imagine, of all destinations, to the swine. So the poor pigs, they didn't even have the time to oink oink at the unwelcome intruders. They were so overwhelmed that the whole herd of pigs rushed down the the steep bank into the sea where they drowned. In this account, we are faced with the reality of the devil. The devil is not a myth. 
he exists, he's real, and he can do damage to people physically, morally, and even spiritually. In all sorts of ways, the devil inflicts pain and troubles to people, and he can seduce them to turn against God. I'm reminded of uh, a unique case of uh, Pope Benedict XVI defeating the devil. It all started with the story of Charles, a French nobleman who began to feel, a, to feel bad after a spiritual retreat in Burgundy in France. Charles was a normal and successful man from a wealthy family and from a noble heritage. So the morning of the spiritual retreat, he assaulted with unusual strength someone who was on the retreat with him who had just approached him, who was concerned by his reaction to the prayer. And so Charles assaulted this man. After that, uh, he went through endless appointments with psychiatrists, with specialists, and with priests. But sadly, no one could explain his situation, and it was driving him and his family crazy. He would go into trances inexplicably, and nothing and nobody could free him. And the voice that came from the body of Charles identified itself by saying, I am the prince of the world. And then that devil even challenged the experienced exorcist who was attending to Charles. The devil told the exorcist, you are no match for me. So the exorcist asked the devil, who then? And the infernal voice replied, the Pope or a bishop? So the exorcist felt that he was losing the spiritual battle because he was just a simple exorcist. He is not the Pope and he's not a bishop. So he felt he was losing that battle with Satan on the battleground of uh, the suffering body of Charles. So he consulted the famous exorcist of Rome, who encouraged him not to let himself be fooled or be frightened by the devil, who was telling him that he was no match for him. And yet Satan insisted that only the Pope could force him out of the body of Charles. And Charles' situation got worse. So consequently, they counseled him to write directly to the Pope at that time, Pope Benedict, and the letter made it to the Pope. And the answer arrived a week later, signed by the secretary of Pope Benedict, promising that the Pope would pray for the possessed man. And true enough, Benedict XVI offered masses for the intention of that man's liberation. So sometime later, the exorcist confirmed that Charles had been liberated. And during the last exorcism, Charles gave out a shout of freedom and he got up happy. And the only explanation is the powerful prayer of the Pope which forced Satan to his knees. But it turned out that the parents of Charles, unknown to him, 
had made a diabolic pact and offered him as a baby as tribute in exchange for power and money. Then there's a similar episode also involving Pope Benedict, which took place in May of 2009. On this occasion, the Pope helped cure two possessed young men, Marco and Giovanni, who were taken to St. Peter's Square because they seemed not to improve despite the prayers and the rite of exorcism. So during a general audience on a Wednesday, when the Pope mobile drew near them, they began to have convulsions and to have a strange look in their eyes. Then the Pope got out of the jeep and greeted the crowd. At that point, the possessed young men shook and they drooled. So one of the women who were helping shouted, Your Holiness, Your Holiness, we're here. So the Pope turned toward them, observing from a distance, unperturbed. He raised his arm and he blessed them. And right then and there, the two possessed men felt a violent shake and they were thrown back three yards. The young men began to cry and as the Pope Mobile, Mobile drove away, both came back to themselves. So you see, the devil, the devil exists, but the power of Jesus over him is absolute. As we read in today's Gospel, they are mortally afraid of Jesus. They became very desperate in the presence of Jesus that they pleaded to be sent to an herd of swine. So yes, we recognize the truth that devils exist. But we're also comforted by the truth that they are afraid of God. So Jesus, help us not to forget this truth. Because how often in the Gospels you encountered the evil one. And in every encounter, the evil one is defeated and humiliated. Like in today's Gospel, the devils even begged for a kind of annihilation for themselves rather than for them to face the power of Jesus. This is the truth, that evil is no match to God. So let's choose, who to, let's choose to side with God. Today, let us tell Jesus that we want to choose him over evil. We want to choose him all the time. Jesus, help me to cast out sin from my life. I cannot do it on my own. I need your help. And just like the possessed men who long to be freed from their torment, I also long to defeat sin in my life. Jesus, give me the strength that I need over my passions and over the temptations of the devil. Because in our daily lives, we too are experiencing demonic attacks in the form of strong fears or of negative feelings. But with Jesus at our side, those attacks are powerless. He never abandons us in our moments of temptation and sinfulness. Just as Jesus cast out in one go many devils from the demoniacs in today's gospel, Jesus does the same to you and to me. 
Like when we are sorry for our sins and we confess them, Jesus forgives us no matter how many or big those sins may be. Every sin is wiped out. Our sins won't even need to hide inside pigs. They're just wiped out by the power of Jesus in confession. So when we have Jesus in our lives, the devil can do absolutely nothing to us. We are untouchable by the devil's power if we have Jesus in our lives. So we need to have more of you, Jesus, in our lives today. That's why we try to connect and reconnect with you in prayer. Because the closer we get to Jesus, the stronger we are against the devil. And the more we have peace and serenity. Jesus, with you close by my side, I have nothing to fear from the forces of evil in the world. You deliver me from all evil. Help me to trust in your divine power in my life. And let's also stay close to our Heavenly Mother Mary, she who by her humility and from the first moment of her Immaculate Conception crushed the proud head of the devil. Mary, our Mother, strengthen our resolve to choose Jesus at all times. Protect us from the temptation to choose evil. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 17 past the hour, we'll pray in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek, and our day of prayer begins. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. 
Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. We groan in pain as we await the redemption of our bodies. We groan groan in pain as as we we await the redemption of our bodies. I said, I will be watchful of my ways, for fear I should sin with my tongue. I will put a curb on my lips when the wicked man stands before me. I was dumb, silent, and still. His prosperity stirred my grief. My heart was burning within me. At the thought of it, the fire blazed up and my tongue burst into speech. O Lord, you have shown me my end. How short is the length of my days. Now I know how fleeting is my life. You have given me a short span of days. My life is as nothing in your sight. A mere breath. The man who stood so firm. A mere shadow. The man passing by. A mere breath. The riches he hoards, not knowing who will have them. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. We groan groan in pain as we we await the redemption of our bodies. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let me not weep in vain. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. And now, Lord, what is there to wait for? In you rests all my hope. Set me free from all my sins. Do not make me the taunt of the fool. I was silent, not opening my lips, because this was all your doing. Take away your scourge from me. I am crushed by the blows of your hand. You punish man's sin and correct him. Like the moth, you devour all he treasures. Mortal man is no more than a breath. O Lord, hear my prayer. O Lord, turn your ear to my cry. Do not be deaf to my tears. In your house I am a passing guest, a pilgrim, like all my fathers. Look away that I may breathe again before I depart to be no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Through your Son you taught us, Father, not to be fearful of tomorrow, but to commit our lives to your care. Do not withhold your Spirit from us, but help us find a life of peace after these days of trouble. Hear and answer my prayer, O Lord. Let Let me not weep in vain. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. 
I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. Why do you boast of your wickedness, you champion of evil? Planning ruin all day long, your tongue like a sharpened razor, you master of deceit. You love evil more than good, lies more than truth. You love the destructive word, you tongue of deceit. For this God will destroy you and remove you forever. He will snatch you from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living. The just shall see and fear. They shall laugh and say, So this is the man who refused to take God as his stronghold, but trusted in the greatness of his wealth and grew powerful by his crimes. But I am like a growing olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the goodness of God forever and ever. I will thank you forevermore, for this is your doing. I will proclaim that your name is good in the presence of your friends. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you cut down the unfruitful branch for burning, and prune the fertile to make it bear more fruit. Make us grow like laden olive trees in your domain, firmly rooted in the power and mercy of your Son, so that you may gather from us fruit worthy of eternal life. I have put all my trust in God's never-failing mercy. I put my trust in the word of the Lord. All my hope is in him. From the second book of Samuel, the Lord's anger against Israel flared again. And he incited David against the Israelites by prompting him to number Israel and Judah. Accordingly, the king said to Job and the the leaders of the army who were with him, Tour all the tribes of Israel from Dan to Beersheba and register the people, that I may know their number. But Job said to the king, May the Lord your God increase the number of people a hundredfold for your royal majesty to see it with his own eyes. But why does it please my lord the king to order a thing of this kind? The king, however, overruled Joab and the leaders of the army, so they left the king's presence in order to register the people of Israel. Afterward, however, David regretted having numbered the people and said to the Lord, I have sinned grievously in what I have done. But now, Lord, forgive the guilt of your servant, for I have been very foolish. When David rose in the morning, the Lord had spoken to the prophet Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and say to David. This is what the Lord says. I offer you three alternatives. Choose one of them, and I will inflict it on you. Gad then went to David to inform him. He asked, Do you want a three years' famine to come upon your land? or to flee from your enemy three months while he pursues you, or to have a three days pestilence in your land. Now consider and decide what I must reply to him who sent me. David answered Gad, I am in a very serious difficulty. Let us fall by the hand of God, for he is most merciful. 
Let me not fall by the hand of man. Thus David chose the pestilence. Now it was the time of the wheat harvest when the plague broke out among the people. The Lord sent a pestilence over Israel from morning until the time appointed, and seventy thousand of the people from Dan to Beersheba died. But when the angel stretched forth his hand toward Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord regretted the calamity and said to the angel causing the destruction among the people, Enough now, stay your hand. The angel of the Lord was then standing at the threshing floor of Arana, the Jebusite. When David saw the angel who was striking the people, he said to the Lord, It is I who have sinned, it is I, the shepherd, who have done wrong, but these are sheep What have they done? Punish me and my kindred. On the same day, Gad went to David and said to him, Go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Arana, the Jebusite. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for fifty silver shekels. And David built an altar there to the Lord and offered holocausts and peace offerings. The Lord granted relief to the country and the plague was checked in Israel. The Word of the Lord Remember, O Lord, your covenant, and say to the destroying angel, Enough, now hold back your hand. Lest Lest you ravage the land and destroy all the people. It was I who sinned, I who did wrong. But these sheep, what have they done? Lord, I beg you to turn your anger away from your people. Lest you ravage the land and destroy all the people. A reading from the ancient document entitled, The Teaching of the Twelve Apostles. Celebrate the Eucharist as follows. Say over the cup, We give you thanks, Father, for the holy vine of David, your servant which you made known to us through Jesus your servant. To you be glory forever. Over the broken bread say, We give you thanks, Father, for the life and the knowledge which you have revealed to us through Jesus your servant. To you be glory forever. As this broken bread scattered on the mountains was gathered and became one, so too may your church be gathered together from the ends of the earth into your kingdom. For glory and power are yours, through Jesus Christ, forever. Do not let anyone eat or drink of your Eucharist, except those who have been baptized in the name of the Lord. For the statement of the Lord applies here also. Do not give to dogs what is holy. When you finish the meal, offer thanks in this manner. We thank you, Holy Father, for your name which you enshrined in our hearts. We thank you for the knowledge and faith and immortality which you revealed to us through your servant Jesus. To you be glory forever. Almighty Ruler, you created all things for the sake of your name. You gave men food and drink to enjoy, so that they might give you thanks. Now you have favored us, through Jesus your servant, with spiritual food and drink, as well as eternal life. Above all, we thank you because you are mighty. To you be glory forever. Remember, Lord, your church, and deliver her from all evil. Perfect her in your love, 
and once she has been sanctified, gather her together from the four winds into the kingdom which you have prepared for her. For power and glory are yours forever. May grace come, and this world pass away. Hosanna to the God of David. If anyone is holy, let him come. If anyone is not, let him repent. Maranatha. Amen. On the Lord's day when you have been gathered together, break bread and celebrate the Eucharist. But first confess your sins, so that your offering may be pure. If anyone has a quarrel with his neighbor, that person should not join you until he has been reconciled. Your sacrifice must not be defiled. In this regard, the Lord has said, In every place and time, offer me a pure sacrifice. I am a great king, says the Lord, and my name is great among the nations. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not a sharing in the blood of Christ? And the bread that we break, is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? Because there is but one bread, we though many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. And the bread that we break, is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? Let us pray. O God, who in the abasement of your Son have raised up a fallen world, fill your faithful with holy joy, for on those you have rescued from slavery to sin you bestow eternal gladness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, and we've got the gospel coming up in conversation with God and morning prayer, all on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Wednesday of the 14th week in Ordinary Time, July 7th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's the calling of the Twelve. From the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. And he called his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out, and to heal every disease and every infirmity. The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon the Cananean, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out, charging them, Go nowhere among the Gentiles, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and preach as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily Mass readings on the Relevant Radio app. This is the year of St. Joseph. It's a good time to cultivate some devotion to him. But at the same time, let's not forget the other Joseph. 
Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. Many Christians, conscious of the exceptional mission of St. Joseph in the life of Jesus and Mary, since the Old Testament is the forerunner of the New Testament, have tried throughout the centuries to find in the history of the Hebrew people deeds and images that prefigure the man who was to be the virginal spouse of Mary. Many fathers of the church have seen in the person of the same name, Joseph, son of Jacob the patriarch, a prophetic announcement. When Pope Pius IX proclaimed St. Joseph patron of the universal church, he gathered together those ancient insights. The liturgy also gives witness to this same parallelism. Not only did these two men share the same name, but there are also to be found in their lives, interwoven in both cases with trials and joys, certain virtues and attitudes which are similar and coincide in many instances. Joseph, the son of Jacob, and Joseph, the virginal spouse of Mary, both went to Egypt as the result of whole series of providential circumstances. The first Joseph went there because he was pursued by his brothers and handed over to strangers out of envy, circumstances that prefigure the betrayal that Christ would have to undergo. The second Joseph went to Egypt, having fled from Herod, in order to save the child who was to bring salvation to the world. Joseph, the son of Jacob, received from God the gift of being able to interpret Pharaoh's dreams and was thus himself forewarned as to what would happen later. The other and greater Joseph also received God's messages in dreams. St. Bernard observes that the former was given to understand the mysteries of dreams, the latter deserved to know and to share in the most supreme mysteries. It is as if the dreams of the first Joseph, although experienced in his person, were in fact fulfilled in the second Joseph. Now Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, he said to them, Behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose and stood upright, and behold, your sheaves gathered round it and bowed down to my sheaf. Then he dreamed another dream and told it to his brothers, and said, And behold, the sun, the moon, and eleven stars were bowing down to me. These dreams became a reality when his father Jacob went down to Egypt with the whole family and did indeed kneel before Joseph, who was by then governor of that land. But at the same time, we can see his dreams prefiguring the mystery of the Holy Family of Nazareth, that mystery in which Jesus, the Son of Justice, and Mary, praised in the liturgy as shining star, all bright and beautiful, both submitted to the authority of the head of the household. We can think of it as prefiguring the many devout Christians who turn to this great saint and ask for his help in so many ways. The first Joseph won the confidence and the favor of Pharaoh and became the overseer of the granaries of Egypt. When famine ravaged the lands of neighboring peoples and they came to Pharaoh to beg for wheat in order to stay alive, he said to them, Go to Joseph, and what he says to you, do. When the whole of those regions were famished, Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold to all corners from Egypt's empire. Moreover, all the earth came to Egypt to Joseph to buy grain because the famine was severe over all the earth. Now, too, the entire world is ravaged by hunger, a hunger for doctrine, for piety and love. The church bids us 
go to Joseph. In the face of all the necessities that we personally suffer, she says to us, go to the Holy Patriarch of Nazareth. There are moments of great indecision in our lives, moments of uncertainty and urgent need. Go to Joseph, Jesus says to us. He who during his life was entrusted with the great mission of caring for me and my mother in our bodily needs, he who guarded our very lives at so many times of crisis, will continue to care for me and my members, who are all those who suffer and are in any kind of want. Go to Joseph. He will give you whatever you want. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, It's available at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, let's pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O God, all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? O God, all all your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? I cry aloud to God. Cry aloud to God that he may hear me. In the day of my distress, I sought the Lord. My hands were raised at night without ceasing. My soul refused to be consoled. I remembered my God, and I groaned. I pondered, and my spirit fainted. You withheld sleep from my eyes. I was troubled. I could not speak. I thought of the days of long ago, and I remembered the years long past. At night I mused within my heart. I pondered, and my spirit questioned. Will the Lord reject us forever? Will he show us his favor no more? Has his love vanished forever? Has his promise come to an end? Does God forget his mercy or in anger withhold his compassion? I said, This is what causes my grief, that the way of the Most High has changed. I remember the deeds of the Lord. I remember your wonders of old. I muse on all your works and ponder your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who works wonders. You showed your power among the peoples. Your strong arm redeemed your people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you and trembled. The depths were moved with terror. The clouds poured down rain. The skies sent forth their voice. Your arrows flashed to and fro. Your thunder rolled around the sky. Your flashes lighted up the world. The earth was moved and trembled when your way led through the sea your path through the mighty waters, and no one saw your footprints. You guided your people like a flock. 
by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, you established your ancient covenant by signs and wonders. But more wondrously, you confirmed the new one through the sacrifice of your Son. Guide your church through the pathways of life that we may be led to the land of promise and celebrate your name with lasting praise. All your ways are holy. What God can compare with our God? My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in my God. I have swallowed up my enemies. I rejoice in my victory. There is no holy one like the Lord. There is no rock like our God. Speak boastfully no longer, nor let arrogance issue from your mouths. For in all-knowing God is the Lord, a God who judges deeds. The bows of the mighty are broken, while the tottering gird on strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for bread, while the hungry batten on spoil. The barren wife bears seven sons, while the mother of many languishes. The Lord puts to death and gives life. He casts down to the netherworld. He raises up again. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He humbles. He also exalts. He raises the needy from the dust. From the ash heap, he lifts up the poor to seat them with nobles and make a glorious throne their heritage. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will guard the footsteps of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall perish in the darkness. For not by strength does man prevail. The Lord's foes shall be shattered. The Most High in heaven thunders. The Lord judges the ends of the earth. Now may he give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My heart leaps up with joy to the Lord, for he humbles only to exalt us. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let the earth rejoice. The Lord is King, let earth rejoice. Let all the coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment his throne, justice, and right. A fire prepares his path, 
It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice. All people see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, you clothe the sky with light and the depths of the ocean with darkness. Among the sons of men you work wonders and rain terror upon the enemy. Look upon your servants. Do not try us by fire, but bring us rejoicing to the shelter of your home. The The Lord Lord is is King. King. Let Let the the earth earth rejoice. rejoice. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Trial or distress or persecution or hunger or nakedness or danger or the sword? Yet in all this we are more than conquerors because of him who has loved us. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will will bless bless the Lord all my life long. With a song of praise ever on my lips. All All my my life life long. long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I I will will bless bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation 
by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Let us pray. Blessed be God, our Savior, who promised to remain with His Church all days until the end of the world. Let us give Him thanks and call out, Remain with us, Lord. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. Remain with us the whole day, Lord. Let your grace be a sun that never sets. Remain with us, Lord. We dedicate this day to you as an offering. Do not let us offer anything that is evil. Remain with us, Lord. May your gift of light pervade this whole day. That we may be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Remain with us, Lord. May the love of your Holy Spirit direct our hearts and our lips. And may we always act in accordance with your will. Remain Remain with with us, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, as a new day dawns, send the radiance of your light to shine in our hearts. Make us true to your teaching. Keep us free from error and sin. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Time to get up off your knees, come down from the mountaintop, and get the day going. Plenty of blessings are waiting you if you look for them. Morning Air is up next. Patrick Madrid after a bit. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. You go out now, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.